0: Mum Tribe Podcast. You're very welcome along to the Mum Tribe Podcast. I'm Ellen. And I'm Erica. How's everyone? I hope that everyone is good uh, and and healthy and well and the rest of it and all that. Um, We're gonna flash back today. Mm. (laughs) We're gonna think about uh, those spotty, terrible hair days and, you know, just the, the general yuckiness that it is being a 16 year old and and thinking that the world is against you and uh as what am I now I'm I'm 33 34
1: child (laughs) I'm I'm 36 this year so 20 years ago
0: oh joys um yeah so so obviously I was thinking about this earlier on and I was like what was I when I was 16 so you're 16 I think I did my leave or my junior cert when I was fifteen. Yeah. So I was in transition year when I was sixteen.
1: Okay. I did you wasn't. do transition year? No, no. I wanted to get out of school as quickly as possible. I hated school. Um, oh, we didn't have a
0: choice oh really yeah it was oh that's do it,
1: crap, yeah. isn't it yeah I don't know like I suppose um I did my junior search and I was like such a swot and I did really well in it now to be fair but I put myself under massive pressure and then my parents were like do you want to do transition year because you can do it if you want to and I was like no I was like I don't like this whole thing of like having to stress out studying so I want to finish this as soon as I can I want to get out of there so, um, yeah, I went straight into fifth year and straight into my first fake ID. It was great. <laughs> my, my only fake ID.
0: <laughs> oh, looking back now, would you have done it that way again? Um, yeah,
1: I think so. I think, I suppose the way I was, I was kind of um, tunnel vision. I just wanted to finish school. So I just wanted to get it over and done with. And I'd say I probably would be the same now. I'm not really into the whole knuckling down and studying and, all that kind of stuff unless it's really interesting do you know what I mean and so like transition year then was like this frivolous year to me anyway that you know you wouldn't really do any study and then like what happens to me is I get very kind of fixated on something and then if anything kind of takes my attention away from it then it's just gone and I just thought to myself like I'll never get my leaving cert if I don't cop on um, and just keep on so that's what I did but um, yeah it was a weird one. We didn't leave, have right. a choice. Oh, you went away. Uh, well, not away. Like, I <laughs> didn't go to prison or juvenile. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I didn't actually. No, I went to Amsterdam when I was in third year and I didn't like it. I Yeah, I just didn't like it. So then I was like, oh my God, there's going to be all those different trips. Not not for me. I just want to get in, get out, just bash, 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 done. And that's what I did. Were you in a posh school? oh god no um no no so my school people used to call it the nuns on the run because (laughs) luckily for me when I started school they brought in these disgusting like they were like sheets of fabric navy skirts with a very thin red pinstripe that went down to almost your ankle they were vile um but my school is a very mixed bag. There was kind of like people, you know, just like regular Joe Soaps, just normal out. Then there was absolute mentalists, like just crazy, like mad people. And then there was like really quiet, shy people. And I kind of, I was in that kind of group. But you know what happened to me? I got bullied a lot when I was in primary school. And when mm. I went to secondary school, my mom specifically moved me to a school that was further away than where we say, the natural kind of progression would be for the primary school. So I went in and I was like, no, this isn't going to happen again. And I like just faked it till I made it, till I made it, till I made it. Um, and just pretended to be really confident, even though I wasn't. I used to be absolutely shaking some days. Um, and yeah, I made like good friends in that school, which was nice. And I made some friends that were absolutely lunatics. So 16 was at a weird place in my life. What about you?
0: Yeah, so I went to the gaeltacht in the summer of second year and so i would have been 14 yeah. and i had an awful time in the gaeltacht i love the irish language yeah. so i went there to study irish but um wow. <laughs> Oh yeah. What? My best friend at the time wanted to go to Clash the which is a water sports college that happens to be done through the medium of Irish. That sounds um, like hell, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I'm not that kind of person at all either, which was the weirdest thing about it. But um, she was my best friend at the time, which... I later figured out that she was effectively my bully <laughs> all the mm. way through. She was just that kind of person who needed to be in control. And she was just that kind of person who, you know, never really got checked on it, And, um, you know, had people like me who were her friend and would kind of, I suppose, protect her to a certain extent and allow her to kind of have control of other people. Um, But yeah, so I got into the higher class and I should have rightly been there because I was very good at Irish and um, herself and the other friend that we went with basically berated me saying oh you're going to miss out on all the fun with us what was the point in us all coming together if you're going to be in the higher class you should drop down to the lower class so I did I dropped I went to the principal and I asked her in Irish could I drop down to the lower class and she's like literally sitting there looking at me going if you can walk in here request a meeting with me ask me can you drop down to the lower class in Irish like you know that's a juxtaposition of why you should not be in the lower (laughs) class but anyway she allowed me to do it because one of the guys that was in the lower class really wanted to be in the higher class and she allowed us to swap and um yeah it was one of the worst things that I ever did I hated every single second of it
1: and then how long were you there for three weeks oh
0: okay yeah um I my mom and dad came down to visit us um well to visit me because I was so distraught
1: oh I mean my mother just knew
0: by me that I was distraught but I didn't want to give up um But yeah it was just one of those things where i was just i was homesick i just hated the whole thing i was obviously getting bullied but i wouldn't admit to it myself um but it was just one of those things but i remember then so in third year i re i woke up to it over that summer so in third year i had a whole different gang of friends so going into fourth year they reshuffled all of the classes so i was in a different class and it gave me a chance in fourth year to kind of re-establish um but that looking back on that you know that was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me Mm. I remember thinking at the time that it was the worst thing that could have happened me because you know I was in a different class and we had to figure out fourth year and I felt like I needed to know everything that I needed to know at that point you know you're doing your mock interviews for a potential job prospect you do um we used to do a play that we would put on for the whole school. So, you know, it was, it was, there was a lot of stuff that we would do. And I came out of fourth year uh, and into fifth year and then into sixth year and I was on the students council. So I was one of those people. It was just, I was just always good at school. But the students council was probably one of the worst things could happen to me because all of the other people on the students council were, Basically, all the bitches and the bullies (laughs) that had come from, you know, that kind of previous life or whatever. And it was just one of those situations where, like that, you know, you had these girls who were really, really academic, um, but you know, quite clicky and quite bitchy. And then you had all the kind of normal people in between. And I just wanted to be lumped in with the normal people, but I just performed quite well academically very luckily very little effort on my part and I've always been grateful for that and then you kind of had the people who were underperformers or whatever and that was the sections that the skill was kind of broken up into but I wish I had have stuck with a sport that would be the advice that I would give to my 16 year old self Mm. is everyone grows boobs Everyone grows a little bit of chub around different bits of them. Everyone goes red. That was something I suffered with my entire life. Anytime that I did PE, people would look at me and go, oh my God, your face has gone so red. And that discouraged me from keeping with any sport whatsoever. And that's, I picked the sports like hockey, that. I loved
1: hockey. I used well, to ankles
0: that I didn't
1: like. <laughs> if they were horrible, there were some horrible bitches in my suit, and I used to just be like, bang, oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> but see, that's the thing is the horrible bitches were basically the girls that made the team. Oh, for God's sake. I mean. Yeah, so I should have just stepped away from hockey and picked up Camogie or Gaelic yeah. or something else. But it was that kind of sense of, I don't know, why I just always felt a bit tied by trying to be part of not the cool gang because that sounds really sad but you know that kind of I know what you mean yeah you know I was just always trying to be I suppose on trend and not be too individual I was always very wary of being too individual even though I admired people that were quite individual I didn't and I'd still be like that I don't really want to be weird
1: and in a teenage girl though I think it's just like that in general they want to fit in like you probably look back now and think of things that you wanted to fit into so that you were part of a group and nowadays people are still doing the same thing do you know be it like teenagers on social media or they're gonna like they're interested in getting their lip fillers done or do you know they're all getting the same hair that kind of stuff so it's kind of it's a normal thing I'd be the same now I, I liked to be different in a way but I think my parents kind of liked me to be very different when I was a child and I was very wary then of kind of stepping outside my comfort zone too much you know
0: yeah and I don't I, you know I think I'm kind of glad I went through everything that I went through in the likes of school and you know college was the other one where you're going like when you're so if you think about it when you come out of junior sir you're meant to pick these subjects that are going to get you the points it's mad. to get into college into, and you're meant to kind of know what college place you want to do at that point and then you're meant to know you're what an career child. Yeah, like you're,
1: you're going from like your teacher writing down the homework for you and telling you to go home and i don't know practice whatever or learn something off by heart and then they're telling you oh actually sit this exam and then suddenly you're back into studying again and being told well you like you really have to put the work in now because you have to go to college if you want to get x y and z job do you know what kind of job you want to get it's it's our sways the way they do it in schools like you think that kids would be able to pick subjects that they feel like they enjoy obviously with the academic things on the side or if if that's what they enjoy in the grand but not like okay, Grant, you know, you love art, but now if you want to get into X, Y, and Z college, you're going to have to get 400 points. And to do that, then you're going to have to ace your maths. It's just, it's stupid. It's so stupid. I don't get it at all.
0: And socially, were you glad that you got your um, first ever fake ID around that time? <laughs> do you know what, right? Because I was... Um,
1: like bullied terribly in primary school like really horribly I used to be so like do you know I actually think that's where a lot of my anxiety stems from and so when I went into that school um I remember standing in the yard the first day and some girl was like who's she and I was like oh fuck, like, it's gonna start again now and I remember just turning around and I was like my name's Erica and now I was shaking on the inside and she was just kind of like all right friend and I kind of just kind of went under the radar but I never really kind of gelled that much with anybody I was very wary of people and it was just terrible when you think about it as a teenager as a kind of like an older child um so by the time I got into fifth year I had this one friend and like that I don't know what it is around that age but I think you're very kind of like um I'm not going to say easily led but you're going to be kind of you want people to like you essentially. So I had this friend who was actually a horrible person. Oh my God, she was an awful, awful person. She was, you know, one of these people that would like look someone up and down and be really nasty to them and just very dismissive and stuff like that. And I don't know why, but we became friends. And I guess some parts of her personality were what I liked and uh, other parts, I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking. But anyway, I was friends with her and... um, she did fourth year and I went on to do fifth year. Now, hold on a second. Now, before I just talk to her, this girl, like, I say I was an asshole. As well it's not just her. Like <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, gotcha. Obviously, there's parts of me that were not very nice either. And I think a lot of mine was kind of defensive because I was just always on my guard with people. But um, she went to fourth year. I went straight into fifth year. And so like that, I had... That friend that was my really close friend. And then I went into fifth year and I kind of didn't have any close friend anymore, which was weird. So then I kind of started to hang around with other people. And then I just remember one day they were like, Yeah, we're actually going to like get fake IDs and we're going to go out town. And I was like, What? Oh my god. And I genuinely thought that my parents would say no. But I think when I went home and I said it to my mum that night, I was like, Can I get one? Can I just go out? And she was like, Yeah, it's okay, you can. I was on air because I guess for the first time ever, I was like, Oh my God, like, you know, my mom probably sees that I need to do this to kind of help my social skills. Um, and so, yeah, then when I started going out, it was just, it was just nice, you know, because I think when you take, the person out of the school and people out of the school they're not going to behave exactly the way they will in school do you know what I mean they wouldn't be in the same cliques if you were all on night out and there was a song came on that you all liked do you know that kind of way yeah. um but yeah it definitely helped me and I actually think it was around that time that I started to see myself as I actually could be very social and fun to be around and I actually enjoyed being around other people and I didn't always have my guard up and stuff so I had kind of good friends then and um, I kind of built on that then you know because those friends some of them came with me to the same college so now we're best friends you know and we've been friends for years so it is nice like but um, yeah like my advice to my 16 year old self is don't be so hard on yourself. And actually that's my advice in my entire life because I'm incredibly hard on myself. So I used to work myself up into a stupor about exams and tests and everything to the point where I'd be so anxious about it I actually wouldn't perform that well. And so from my junior start, I was just hyper about doing well and I did really well. Um, But when I went into fifth year then, I was just constantly on edge because I was like, oh my God. Do you know, I think the pressure was there that I knew that I wanted to get into college and I knew I had to do like work for it and... I didn't really know what I wanted to do and you know it's just, it's an awful lot of pressure on a young person really when you think about it yeah um but yeah I wouldn't be so hard on myself and I'd also just genuinely walk away from people who are not nice and just like stop trying to be friends with them for the sake of it and just be like do you know what you're not for me it's a no for me goodbye um, but instead I used to always be kind of like you know the kind of person that would give someone a second and third chance yeah and eventually it was just like nah so now like even to this day now I'm kind of like okay if if someone does something I'm just kind of like all right so that's cool I'm just going to step away there now because it's yeah. not going to work out well but yeah I guess that's the main thing like not to be too hard on to myself about anything
0: um, I think that's the other thing is is I would say to myself is the opportunity that's in front of you right now is not the only opportunity. yes Yes, things come to you in different ways and it might be slightly different opportunity or whatever but if it doesn't feel right or if you to do something or you know compromise yourself in some way that you're not comfortable with then maybe that's just not the opportunity for you
1: actually do you know what I was going to say that as well like go with your gut so if you're not getting a good vibe from something then just get out of there like a situation a person a relationship be it like you know, romantic or friendship or whatever just go with your gut because it actually doesn't ever do you wrong anytime i've ever gone with my gut i've been right and i'm glad that now 20 years on i still do it and you know it's just worked out for me but um yeah i'd love if kids in school could get more than just the typical education that they get at the moment and they get more kind of like emotional support because I don't think it was there when we were in school anyway do
0: you know no. god no it was all about the grades um okay. come here you put the shout out to yes. the general mum tribers what was oh. the uh the response
1: right let's have a look here now okay so I'm gonna call out some of their handles because they're actually like either mum tribe ambassadors or their mum bloggers, and I know they'd probably love to hear their name out on the internet. Um, So Trina from Mammy to Munchkins said, uh, not to just have a bit more confidence, but to realise that all those who seem to be confident are probably terrified too and faking that confidence. Well, there you go. That was me, to a T. I mean, like, are you, are you actually still trying to do it? Some, you know, sometimes I actually like I'm about to start to social or like go into a group of moms that I haven't met before and I'm like oh, outside and then I go yeah like, it never occurs to hey me guys. to shit
0: myself until like right beforehand you're kind of like oh my yeah. god what am I doing yeah I
1: remember someone was like oh my god like you know you're really good at this and like you know you're so chatty and I was like Hahaha. I was like sweating buckets there before we came in but I'd be honest about it like you know but yeah that's yeah, fake it to the make it sometimes, it tricks your brain into thinking that you're okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, so Yvonne from the Almost Earth Mama said, be kind to myself and don't overanalyze everything. Relax. Your parents are not your enemies. See, I had always had a good relationship with my parents. What about you?
0: Is Yvonne only saying that now because she's a parent? I <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, my child was like psycho tonight going
1: to bed. So I'm definitely his enemy. But anyway.
0: I I know you've discussed the relationship that you kind of had with your your parents before and I would have always been able to confide stuff in my parents but um I probably didn't I probably didn't give them as much credit as they deserved you know for what I suppose they they could have given me advice wise my dad was always my go-to for advice, um, more than my mom. And sh- he still would be, yeah, because <laughs> uh, mom gets very emotional about things, and I'm just not that emotional about. I l- I like to drill it down to the facts and figures of a situation, as opposed mm. to, you know, get too kind of head up in, you know, oh what ifs and this that and the other. But I yeah I never I never really thought of my parents as the enemy. I was never a kind of rebellious if they said I needed to be home by a certain time, I would respect that, you know, yeah. within the bounds of a half an hour or an hour swing on either side. Or, you know, if they if they kind of said to me, Listen, I don't think you should go here or whatever, I'd be kind of like, well, like why? Can we discuss why? You know, yeah. and they would actually listen to me as well. So um Do you think though
1: that's because like um you'd kind of have respect for what they say to you because they gave you a bit of leeway because I definitely found that with my parents like no I, able- I think it was because no? I was the youngest okay yeah well yeah. yeah I was the youngest too but I think like I remember talking to my mom once about like contraception when I I'd say I was about 16 and I, I I think it was like over my periods and I was like oh do you know they're very irregular and a girl at school is starting the pill or whatever and she was just looked at me and I was like, no, I'm not sexually active. And I was like, and if I would be, I'd use protection because, you know, I that's what I would do. And we just had like a full, frank conversation. That's always the way I behaved. Whereas I'm fairly certain that if my sister had said that, who was the eldest, um, they would have had a meltdown because they were really strict with her. And then she totally rebelled. And she said that herself, yeah. like, you know, but um, not, no, she didn't do anything bad. Like she just dyed her hair and like, I don't listen to my music and stuff, but um, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Anyway, who else do we have? Um, so Gracie NC8 said, "Aim higher than what you think for yourself and create good money habits." Oh my God, yes! I wish I had saved money when I was younger, or realised that if you get a credit card when you're twenty and you go on your J one, uh, you don't like charge it to the max and then think that it's free money because it's not. Because that was the most interesting thing I ever did in my life. <laughs> One
0: idiot. Yeah. I was always very sensible money, now in fairness. Um, I didn't have any savings, but I didn't have any debt either. So, yeah. But I like that. Aim, aim higher than you would think for yourself, especially as a female. Because we do, mm-hmm. I think, chronically aim lower or undervalue ourselves. I worked an awful lot for free in my early 20s yeah and I kind of wish that I hadn't done that I got an opportunity in my early 20s to work in radio paid and I convinced myself that I didn't have enough experience and that I should just wait and hold out a little bit longer but I was been undermined by someone else as well um I, I was always very influenced by, I suppose, people around me for quite some time, probably until I met my husband. And, you know, he's just kind of one of those people who, I don't know, he just kind of gives me the confidence to to make my own decisions and kind of go, look at you're the only one who can ultimately stand up for your own decisions. But um yeah, I wish I had taken that opportunity because I undervalued myself and I said, no, I don't have enough experience, but... I was offered a job based off my experience and my demo. um, But I didn't believe that I could do it.
1: Yeah. I think though, it's just something that's drilled into females from the get-go. It's kind of like, don't get too big for your boots. Or I think someone said to me before they're like don't put your eggs in one basket in other words like don't don't be fixated on getting the big job or getting the big course in college because you're not probably not going to get it or if you do you're not going to do anything with it and I used to be like like, sorry excuse me uh like I, (laughs) I actually remember right I think this is when my like feminist streak came out I was in secondary school. I, I'd say I was in leaving start at this stage and it was like summertime and I got this summer job in an office. And I remember the MD said to me, he was like, be good girl there now and go and make me a cup of coffee with you. And I turned around to him and I was like, faxing something, Something stupid anyway. And I was like, I'll tell you what, I was like, you can make your own coffee because I'm not here to do that. And he just looked at me as if to say, are you free? But like, I'm actually glad I did it because like, just because... I've said a boobs on me doesn't mean that I'm the coffee lady. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> God,
0: and you have some set of boobs.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh. I do. I do.
0: <laughs> no, you're anyway. right though, and and that more more should stand up like that. All right, definitely. On any more? Um,
1: so nothing is permanent. Don't worry about situations you're in; they'll pass, and you will survive it all. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even to this day, I get into like fugs and i stress myself out to the max and i worry about everything and i definitely stemmed from when i was a teenager i used to think that everything was the end of the world when it actually wasn't
0: what about you yeah stress head i'm mm. i'm a big stress head all right and still am to a certain extent yeah <laughs> uh, i don't know if there's uh we just need to go to a new therapist I think Ellen.
1: Um, right <laughs> what else um, be the best self you can and take people's opinions with a pinch of salt yes absolutely I wish I had not worried about what people thought of me or would say about me if I wasn't there because their opinion of me has nothing to do with me I wish someone had said that to me when I was
0: opinions teenage. are like ourselves. everyone's Everyone has got one. one and they're usually <laughs> full of shit is like one of my favourite <laughs> phrases in the world ever <laughs>
1: so true yes um okay your mom is right you can count your best friends on one hand uh yes and no um i guess when i was in my 20s i had a lot of acquaintances and a few best friends and now in my 30s i would actually say i've got more closer friends than acquaintances but maybe that's to do with mom trade because i've just met so many people through it um i guess if i hadn't set it up i'd probably be the same as when I was in my 20s. But I definitely think like quality over quantity. Um,
0: I think it's okay to walk away from people as well.
1: A hundred percent. Oh my God, yes. Um, For sure, I've done plenty of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so there's three here from... uh, or, oregano, oregano designs. I actually don't know what way we should pronounce that.
0: It depends yeah. on if you're American or not. Oregano, oregano. we're Irish. Oregano, will be grand. Or,
1: oregano. Anyway, <laughs> uh, sorry, we're not mocking your name at
0: all. It's just. Oh, I'm I just making you, what what you say way. it right. You're a cork woman. You Cork people Oregano. Say oregano.
1: <laughs> it's the organo there. Anyway, uh, be your number one priority. Well, yeah, definitely. I think like I put a lot of people's um, feelings before. Feelings. What? What did I do? With my voice. Feelings before mine. Um, when I was younger, I uh, stopped caring about what other people think about you. Where, yeah, we've already talked about that for sure. And um, I don't know what the, the start of this means, but always be kind. And yeah, unless someone's a real dickhead, and then don't be kind at all. Tell them that they should just go walk away from. Mm. You
0: if someone's a real dickhead, always be kind to yourself and don't take their opinion on board because like they're a that. dickhead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, for sure. I that think that's a good, good summary of, of where we're at to our 16 year old selves. Um, and it's probably one that we could do again, or maybe uh, we could write a letter to our, our pre mum selves at some point in time. So probably oh put God. the call out there again for a little bit more feedback from you guys, because that was fun.
1: That was nice, yeah. So anyway, now I feel really old because that was 20 years ago. Thanks Lily. So, yes, yeah,
0: stop. Yeah. Stop dwelling on the past. Oh God, <laughs> we'll... I got my roots done. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there. Thank you very much for joining us. Join us again on okay. the Try Podcast at a later date. Bye. Bye.